We going? I think I think we're live, yeah. Awesome. No clip. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's already better. Okay, the second yeah. half is already more yeah. pro. Yeah. Although this sounds louder in the headphones. <laughs> Yeah, it's so I just turn it down. <laughs> so I basically ripped off uh, the purple haze riff. I think in that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm honest about my thievery. Quite so a... Scott, would you like to introduce us to the second half of the podcast? Uh, hello, welcome back. Wave to the camera. Spot Hi. the difference in the studio. Yeah, something's so... changed. Yeah, we have cunningly. Um, at hu- huge expense of energy and time, <laughs> yeah. move something from the studio. Uh, and if anybody gets it right, I, w- I will donate two pound thirty three uh, to uh, the charity of your choice. Yeah. All changes as well, not just the obvious one at the top. Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> you know, I mean, the hashtag spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because actually, uh, I can see something else. Something. Something. Illuminating has um, changed. Yeah, have you noticed that? I have. Yeah, yeah. So the lights are on. <laughs> okay, well, two pound thirty-three to you then, Scott. <laughs> uh, I was yeah, excited. Pac-Man's on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Um, what's really funny is uh, from here, you know, like it just looks like he's looking at you, like he's kind of going like that. I recorded Anya here once, and. Uh, I think she was doing vocals and we sort of recorded her in the corner. Yeah. And I had to take a picture because honestly, like, it looked like he was just checking her out. He was going... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so where did we leave it? Well, we were talking about music, ageing, children. We didn't really talk about ageing though, did we? No, yeah, we sort of... Well, off. And we went off. I've just suddenly realised that we want to point that towards... Oh, you whoops. Oh, you messed it right up. I know. Point point that bit towards towards your movie. Is that better? There you go. Brilliant. Yeah. I mean, it sounded fine anyway, but we want... We radio want, voice. We want um, the listener to have like a good, the full experience. To have a good experience. Yeah, yeah. I love that one listener. <laughs> Hi, mum. So, uh, shall we discuss aging? Yeah. Do you feel old? Um, I mean, I feel a bit bad that we've just I mentioned my mum and we just <laughs> segued into older. Yeah. So, if you're watching, mum, that's not what I had in mind. But uh, I mean, I tell you what's weird. Yeah, is. It's kind of totally just like crept up on me, like, um, as in, so I'm just trying, I'm trying to multitask and I sort of can, but, uh, the window isn't coming up. Oh, well, it's fine. I just wanted to make sure the volume levels weren't really bad, but I think it's all fine. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, uh, we need a tech guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I'll do a tech guy in the next one. Part two. Okay. Mate. Awesome. He's committed to it now. Uh, yeah, so it's just weird the way I think it sort of creeps up on you. Yeah. When I had my like 40th birthday, it was one of those kind of things where like, I hadn't even um, sort of realised you know, that I was going to be, gonna be um, 40, like if that yeah. makes sense. And you start kind of thinking about things. And I can imagine why people have these sort of like midlife um, crisis things is, um, you know, because I sort of feel that I've essentially done things either way I wanted her to do them. Yeah. And there's a few things, you know, that I kind of wish maybe I'd sort of worked a bit harder on or, you know, um, wish I'd kind of sold out, you know, like Wembley Arena or something. Yeah. But I've still sort of like done the things I wanted her to do. 
you know so it's like even if you feel kind of a bit bad about it you can go okay well i've still sort of done things my way yeah and you, you are doing what you want you're not i know <laughs> <laughs> you're not working in an office doing something you no, you absolutely hate yeah well, i do remember uh i did used to work for british gas okay yeah um and i'm not sure if i've um, told you this story but i just never went back did you know yeah uh it was uh and we had a fire drill okay? yeah and then i went out for the fire drill and i just thought you know i'm never going back again. no yeah uh and i think there's a coat of mine like still left there this <laughs> is there yeah whose is this yeah yeah who is it? Like, I remember that like, game, like, guess who? <laughs> who is he? The cheap version. Legally different. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> who is it? Who is this? Um, yeah. And uh, the bit that got me here was there was people um, stood in front of exits doing this, you know, so like you couldn't go um, sort of down a route. Yeah. But then there's like a clearly marked like fire exit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, obviously some people were so stupid, kind of, like they wouldn't go that way. I mm-hmm. would sort of maybe try to walk. So they actually had to employ people to kind of stand there to stop people. Yeah. Uh, you know. And I just felt like cattle, like, and I thought to myself, you know, I just cannot do this anymore. Yeah. So that was kind of a good experience in a way, hmm. I think, yeah, because then it kind of makes you think, okay, because uh, there are some days with um, teaching kids, like, um, when it can feel really frustrating. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, when you've done jobs, I mean, I've, uh, I worked at Appmore Recreation Centre, where, I, you know, I was cleaning up, like, band-aids. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. And I was one time where there was a rugby club and they'd had a match and they basically, you know, wipe, they kind of wiped excrement like on the wall and I had to clean that off. Yeah. And that was off a minimum wage. Mm-hmm. So, so when you've done done jobs like that, you know, like it kind of makes, even if it's a bit of a stressful um, job at times, you think, okay, well, it's not that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a rewarding job as well, isn't it? Yeah. 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 But you're I- also doing this studio stuff for people who are just listening recording musicians recording your own music well that's not like not enough as, <laughs> yeah. you know, as I should you know yeah you need to put a deadline on that yeah um, can I give you one yeah okay go for it September oh sorry I thought you know, I didn't realise you meant a deadline yeah. Yeah. September okay get it finished uh, book, book a gig I can September's too far in the future okay I can, you need to make it closer and I'll do it July <laughs> <laughs> okay okay i'll yeah. take july yeah do july yeah so uh i reckon maybe last weekend of the term yeah so it's like probably have like a stressful term and then the last weekend of it you'll get the ep finished gig yeah and gig um the only thing with that is is i've been listening to a guy called damien keys have you like seen him on um, facebook a lot he's like seems to kind of crop up it's a name i've heard of but i couldn't tell you what he does or what uh he's like a band mentor right uh and he was saying that actually probably the best thing is to release singles and just do sort of a lot of them like and then when you've maybe kind of released five singles then put them on an ep well that's the old school way of doing it isn't it yeah really 1950s yeah you release 10 singles and suddenly a collection of songs becomes an album yeah and i think kind of like that's his advice which is weird yeah because you know like it's obviously sort of become become like cyclical yeah isn't it yeah, but um, I mean, I think it's like a good idea actually thinking about it. Well, loads of people are doing it now because you can. It's so easy to record stuff. So maybe like a good, you know, uh, a good plan would be a sort of closer date to like have a single done. Yeah, why not? And then maybe have a video because I've never made a video. You see? Yeah. Should we make a video? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Love doing music videos. Look at that. Yeah. Like, it's all done. That. Okay. We'll make a video. Let's do it now. Yeah.
We could just sort of time lapse this. Yeah. Get a, get a guitar and just. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because actually thinking about it, some of the um characters that you um photograph. Yep. So you know, I've always really loved the ones you do with Joe Black. Yeah. Like I've always loved those. Like they're just so uh, you know. I mean, sort of uh, the combination of you two like guys, I think, really works. We we do work well together. Yeah. And so much so, if we do a shoot, we can't get it done in like twenty minutes. Yeah. Because Joe normally has one plan in mind. Yeah. Um, one particular look. Um, and he normally has a reason for a shoot, and literally just everything falls into place really quick. And yeah, they're always different. Always good fun. Because there's sometimes there was a few that you did. It was one ages ago, and I can't sort of like remember like exactly what it was, but it w- it was almost more of a sort of behind the scenes one. I think maybe it was just in the street, or he was it was in a box office, or there was something about it. Uh, I've done a few. The first, one of the early shoots I did with him was in he was in the box office for King Theatre. Yes, that was probably it then. That was that and was I probably really about six it. seven years ago. Yeah, you know, I really liked that one. Yeah, you know, um, and I've liked, well, yeah, um, um, I've liked all of the ones that you've done with yeah. him. But I think kind of what I liked about that one was it was something that you sort of think, okay, well, I could maybe do. Um, something like that. Yeah, you know, because I, you know, I sort of couldn't do the stuff that that he does. So, but that yeah. one, that particularly, it was the kind of composition of the whole shot. I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that d- yeah. we that day we did that. We did a, probably a whole day's worth of photography, which is unusual for me and Joe. But we literally, I drove to Portsmouth, met him in the town centre. Yeah, and we walked around taking pictures. So we did some in the back streets behind the shops. Then we yeah. went to the pier, I think, and it lashed it down with rain. Yeah, there's a picture of Joe jumping in the air with an umbrella. Yeah, yeah. yes, yes, I do remember that. That was a very yeah. early shot, but it was really popular. Yeah, yeah, which is and so good. Then we went to the King's Theatre and did loads in there. Mm. He's got skills, this man. Yeah, was it, was it with Joe last night? Um, anything you want to tell us? Uh, yeah, he was performing in oh, okay. Southampton at Stage Door. Ah, okay, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He seems to be doing like really well, doesn't he? Yeah, like, that was yeah. a really good gig last night as well. Because I want to see him live. Like, I haven't ever, like, seen him live. I've only ever seen things that like, people have um, post. Yeah. Well, yeah. He... I imagine, like, you almost have to. How like, do you mean? Like, see him live. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, like, definitely. Kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, because his, his performance on stage is very larger than life. Yeah. Yeah, so it's full-on cabaret compare. Singing, does mime. Does, every now and again, he do performance to side of the tracks and parodies of films and plays yeah because I remember when he had those pictures done they were Glenn Close yes yeah, yeah. you know that's probably like a dream come true isn't it uh, pretty much yeah it would be like me meeting Rufus yeah 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 really good show last night I'm, the next one I think he's got uh, is the King's Theatre show it's the one I know of that's down this way uh, when's that September I think okay well I'm going to book it up okay I'm going to do it we're good Official, yeah, yeah. Have you got links for cheap, cheap, um, cheap um, tickets? Uh, I don't know. You probably just message Joe on Facebook, your friends, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, and go, please, please, because uh, we never met. It's just, you know, you know, I just sort of appreciate him, you know, from afar, yeah, yeah. But, um, so why I kind of um, brought him up is actually, uh, the song that's probably closest to being finished is one that's called Watching Me Burn, okay, uh, and the song is sort of about um, Satan being thrown out of heaven. Okay. And 
in a way kind of like would a loving father really do that sort sort of you know punish somebody like so severely for making a mistake yeah but the song is you know that's just kind of like a surface metaphor mm-hmm. and it's kind of about really that you know um both young and old can sort of learn from each other yeah you know and just because you're young you know like you can't kind of think you know that sort of they know everything but also sort of just because you're older like you can't yeah and there's stuff for us to learn at all like stages mm-hmm. but yeah so sort of because of like uh, the surface idea of maybe not sort of like getting on with a father or you know with family yeah i was thinking it might be quite cool just to have sort of like a montage of people just say like being themselves and just sort of doing their own thing yeah and you know um i'm not saying like him obviously because you know like he's you know he's got his own thing going on but say i'm um, just some casty shots of say someone like him you know kind of get get getting ready for a show yeah and you know like maybe some people that are maybe more on the fringes you know maybe you know sort of like drag artists or you know like transgender or something just you know people that you could imagine might have had sort of like a job with their family yeah you know um rather than have kind of a narrative or something okay yeah so people that would assume that they've had a rough ride at some yeah. point yeah yeah just for being who they are yeah. what they want to do yeah yeah you know and uh just essentially kind of celebrating you know being yourself yeah no that sounds really cool and being fabulous absolutely yeah I've run out of coffee. That's rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> Which is uh, the opposite of fabulous. Yeah. Yes, I ran out of mine ages ago. Yeah, I know. It's a massive gap, that's why. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, you know, it's hashtag spoiler, but um, we're kind of lucky we didn't sort of do our backs in lifting out like a huge subwoofer. <laughs> it's a bit of a beast, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So, uh, we're not 100% sure why it needed to come out either. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's getting glued. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure kind of Ollie has his reasons, but yeah, like uh, I think there's something's loose in it. Oh, okay, it needs to be glued. Right. So I, I, it's I just... probably the table now after it coming out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's our backs. It had given yeah. up a sort of disc surgery. Yeah. Um, super glue. So should we should we um tackle uh, the age thing? Or... Can do. I don't feel old, so I'm not really worried about it. Yeah. It's uh, you I know... think people make themselves old. Yeah. Yeah. I know people who think they're, I agree. Like, they're in their thirties and they look like. 50 year old sort of yeah person that's sort of given up on life and think you don't have to be yeah and there's some people that even are about 20 years old yeah and i've had um so if i have a student uh, that's maybe like a year say like three or four yeah um and their parents maybe kind of like mid-20s and they'll you know we'll say stuff like well i always wanted to play the guitar but you know it's like too late for me now yeah and i'm like Man, you're like 25. Yeah. Like, it's crazy yeah, to have that attitude. Mm. And I think kind of a lot of people in life almost feel that, like, the... So, you know, I said earlier on, kind of about the kid bit. Yeah. Um, people sort of see that as the main bit. Mm-hmm. If you then kind of extend that to, say, end of school or maybe end of uni. Yeah. People see that as, you know, as kind of the bit of life. And then sort of the rest is just, just kind of trundled to the grave. Yeah. But it's the, you know, for most people, like it's sort of like the biggest part of their life. Yeah. You know, from say twenty what to eighty. Well, exactly. Yeah. I mean, if you if you look after yourself, there's no reason why you can't be super active at eighty. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you see people like Patrick Stewart. This, uh, I mean, he's mid mid, 
70s, is he now? I wouldn't know. Like, he's just it's difficult to tell his age, isn't he? He hasn't yeah. really changed. I know, yeah. But, but, he, but he just kind of incredibly in shape. Yeah. And um, uh, Samuel L. Jackson, I think, is another one. Yeah, he's quite old, isn't he? Yeah. And it's just kind of energy and, you know, just feeling sort of like vibrant. Yeah. Which is why I like that guy I'm calling, yeah, that I was on about in Oddcast number one. Yeah. Um, the, That's quite a cool name, isn't it? Yeah. Oddcast. Yeah. yeah. Is, you know, should have called it that. Yeah. Well, you've got dis- a discussion, which is unbelievable. It's not been snapped up. I know exactly. Um, I think kind of what we need to do though, like, is we need to sort of like Facebook claim that name. Yeah, Oddcast is ours. Put yeah, it out yeah, there now. Yeah, just don't go near it. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we could do like an offshoot one. Yeah, me and you. Yes, we have sort of discussed podcasters for, I don't know, just just for you know for minutia and bullshit. Yeah. And then Oddcast could be something else specific. Could do. Yeah. Uh, what could it be about? Fly fishing with J.R. Hartley. <laughs> fishing. Cultural references above really sort of fishing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's some some pastimes that you do think, really? Yeah. My dad used to go fishing. Um, we've got that famous story, haven't you? Yeah, I'm not Enjoy, telling that no. one. <laughs> <laughs> these well, I heard on uh, Friday night, you know, I won't say who it was. It's one of the schools I work at. Um, and they get... Every now and again, you know, there's kind of quite a lot of um, traveller families there that come yeah. through, okay? And apparently, like, this lad came in, you know, he's like, all right, miss, I know what you like, you know, I've got some chilled trout if you want some. <laughs> <laughs> some chilled trout. <laughs> <laughs> and there's one lad that was like an Irish lad who was a uh, traveller as well. Um, and and he was being, he was being like, told off uh, by the head. Okay? Yeah. And... Most kids, yeah, when the head tells you off, you know, you're like, okay, you know, I better not yeah. now. And apparently he just kind of went, I couldn't give a feck, you titty tart. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> There's not what else you can do about that either. Yeah, either. exactly. It's like, yeah. you know, like fair play. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, I won't share the whole story, because uh, I think I have shared this on another podcast, actually. But uh uh, there was a kid in a school um, when I had classes and I kind of went off on this sort of like speech, you know, for about for about um, five minutes. He just got up here and then he went, great speech, sir. <laughs> really got me. <laughs> and I just thought it was amazing, which is why I can't do um, classes yet because I'm sort of on their side a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Can't I'm really. almost like, why aren't you have a wet weekends like him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should all be singing me. Come that on. That is quite cool, isn't it? Because it's kind of, a, it shows a bit of personality. And... Yeah. You know, and... And uh, you don't know, like, if that kid is going to be, like, a um, stand-up or something in the yeah. future. And I would hate to be the one, you know, that's sort of quashing that. Yeah, you don't want to stifle that. No. I'm all about the um, characters. Something of the word. Enthusiasm, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, what can be hard is, like, you do actually have to maintain control. Yeah. When you have a class full of kids. Mm-hmm. And you kind of have to be, like, a bit like that. Yeah. But then there are some that you really sort of identify with and you kind of see yourself maybe like at their age or there's some that are like cheeky, you know, and you just can't help like uh, but like them. Yeah. And you just kind of think to yourself, well, yeah, you know, as you say, you know, I sort of don't um, want to be the one that sort of quashes that because, you know, like they could be, you know, you know, I don't know, like a writer or like a musician or, you know, yeah. like a comedian. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And there's some that are just annoying. <laughs> you know, I'm putting that out there now. It's just an annoying jumped up prick. <laughs> <laughs> got Scott to swear sorry Flo it's right we're not live so that's okay that's okay yeah, yeah. it's like I can beep that out she doesn't have a podcast account so it's alright <laughs> yeah 
because yeah, it is actually on iTunes now. Yeah, right? I know. I've subscribed. Have you? Yeah, oh, mate. It's on there. On the list. You'll of... be on there. Like oh, next. I'll have a little show in it. I believe you. Like you don't have to prove it. Yeah, you're you're up there with some high flyers. Feel honoured. I was down the list a bit because you didn't put one out for a while. <laughs> I'm there with the high flyers. Page seven. Hey, you you're top of the list. Oh, mate. You're above. That's not metal. Edith Bowman and hardcore listings with Chris and Stu. Yes. Um, You'll like that one. Okay. It's, um, they do top five. Is it as good as Oddcast? Probably not. We should sort of come up, you know, with like a little sort of gimmick or like a quirk for the um, podcast. Okay. What could it be? You know, like a top five or something. You know, no, we can't do to... that one because that's Chris and Stu's one. We just... <laughs> yeah, we could do a different type of five, though, I mean. You know, kind of like a top five of minutia. Yeah, but they, well, what's that? Um... What shoe size have you got? Or like, oh, right. You know, um, the circumference of your neck is. <laughs> can only do one of those. Okay. Uh, you could do them both. I'll have two then. It's top, top two. <laughs> 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 Who's got the thicker neck? <laughs> uh, probably not me. I don't know. Uh, uh, I mean, just, and a half. Just sort of think of like five things or, or even three things that people don't like normally share. You know when I do uh, the so far things? Yeah. Okay, so what I've noticed is when you're interviewing artists, kind of certainly like younger ones, they almost have like a game face on. Yeah. Where they kind of know how to answer a question. Yeah. And they've kind of um, thought about it. Also media trained. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I think sort of the best ones so far was when I asked them about their childhood toy. Right. And it was so interesting to see people just change. Honestly, you know, and again, I mean, that's kind of why I like sort of this whole idea of um, videoing it as well, because, awesome. you know, I almost kind of wanted people to see that change from this kind of slick answering things and then just, you know, almost being kind of... It's a drop in the garden. Yeah. 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 And it was, was really it a favourite childhood toy? Yeah. What was yours? Uh, mine was Boo Boo. Like, do you remember Boo Boo? It's like a grey bear. I can't remember that. I remember the name. I can't remember what it was like. What you kept them <laughs> I remember the name. Hidden yeah. under the duvet. Yeah. Well, actually, uh, uh, I don't know if I should um, share this once, but there was one time um, when I was with Asher, uh, and it was when I was uh, living in Marchwood, um, and, you know, like I'd just found him, like in the loft, I think. Yeah. Um, and I was sort of drifting in and out of sleep, and then, you know, she kind of put him sort of up behind me, you know, said... You know, like, I've been waiting for years for it to be okay to do this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's so dark, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, so I don't have him around much anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Time for him to go. Yeah, exactly. You know, he showed his true colours. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when your teddy bear is darker than you, yeah. you know, it's time to get rid of him. Boobie's a bad bear. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what was cool, though, is when I was doing that, uh, the guy who actually founded so far, uh, a guy called Rafe, he was in the audience. Yeah. And he actually shared this amazing story about, like, he had a bear that uh, it was from uh, it was from Germany, I think, and it kind of survived World War Two and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, it was this crazy little kind of, like, nugget, you know, of, of information about people. Yeah. Who was your childhood toy? Oh, I don't know. <clears throat> uh, I don't think I had, like, a favourite. Probably things like Star Wars stuff. Okay. Um, mainly because we didn't get loads of it. Mm-hmm. Sort of I thought like, you were just saying it's because you're like an egalitarian toy lover. No, because yeah. I, I think everyone wanted Star Wars toys when, when we were younger. And I think yeah. I ended up with about 
five figures and that prized Walker. Yeah. That eventually his leg broke. So wore, <laughs> <laughs> wore out. Walk it like that. Yeah. But it, maybe there's a lesson in that, you know, that if you have too much stuff, like you don't appreciate it. Yeah, and uh, like because when we, cause when <clears> we, were, <throat> Star Wars was massive. Everyone like would bring like forty figures to school. Yeah, and I'd have this one that I turned up with. That's the only one I had, and so yeah, probably so that's thing. or Lego. Yeah, oh yeah, just because Lego Lego's amazing because you just play with it from years. Yeah, have you still got the um, Star Wars? No, I don't know what happened to him. I'm sure oh, it was no. some, somewhere at my mum's house. That'd be amazing. I think you should find him. Probably. Yeah. I think the walker. Just hope went. he doesn't turn out to be like loose cannon like Boo Boo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the walker went in the bin because his leg fell off. <laughs> yeah, um, I had the Atat. Like, do you remember the Atat? Yeah. Um, and my mum like gave that away. Yeah. That's... And actually, um, someone said like they're quite like a rarity. All, all of the old stuff's rare yeah. now. So, you know, thanks, mum. Because a lot of it got broken. Yeah. Because it got played with. Mm. So finding complete stuff. You had a falcon as well, didn't you? Uh, I think the main falcon was Richard's. Right. Uh, and the attack, yeah, was mine. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, you know, I mean, at the time, I think I was probably jealous of the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. You know, because well, you know, it's like uh, the baddie of the attack, isn't it? Yeah. Also, this but... attack's really hard to play with, isn't it? Because you're <laughs> <laughs> just moving yeah. his legs. <laughs> yeah, this is brilliant. It takes four hours it to move it anywhere. <laughs> you know, it's like a dog. Yeah, Just pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So it's the worst sort of toy yeah. combat vehicle, anyway, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here's a good idea: Just like a massive dog. <laughs> this really top heavy. Yeah, brilliant. It's really easy to trip up. Cunning. You could imagine that, like in a real war. Yeah. You know, I'm sort of strategist going. Okay, so we need something like aerodynamic, something that can easily creep under the radar. Sod that. Yeah. Just make a dog. <laughs> massive dog. <laughs> Cause it looks like a Rottweiler, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like a with really twid, twiddly little twiglet legs. Yeah, it's like a greyhound crossed with a Rottweiler. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting breed. Yeah. So sort of the good and bad of Star Wars it looks cool, slightly rubbish at the same time. <laughs> yeah. And it's named... basically like a, the original Star Wars summed up. Yeah. In a concise sentence, I think Scott. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing with Star Wars that annoys me, other than loving it, is um, <laughs> <laughs> is things that they. They name stuff. Death Star's a rubbish name, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. No thought yeah. involved in that. <laughs> what does the it death do? Star. Death. <laughs> does it look like a star? Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there's, the, there's the one in the new one in um, Force Awakens, the the moon that is pretty much a Death Star. Yeah. So it killed yeah. a star base or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, who thought Kill of that? Kill a star base yeah. one. Yeah. Like uh, the same people like, that came up with Frosty's tagline yeah they're great <laughs> yeah that's it yeah you know, it's, it's like, well thought out they spent so much money sort of rejuvenating Star Wars yeah and sort of making it feel real and and not CGI and sort of made it cool again yeah and then stuck in the last minute killer base what or whatever it is what call it but maybe that's kind of like a nod like to that maybe to, to that but of... it kind of, I thought it kind of spoiled it a little bit because you kind of yeah. you go through it and you go, yes, they've got it right, got it right, and then oh, because I already had the film like spoiled for me, like as I explained when we we're moving out of the speaker. Yeah, you did, yeah, yeah. Oh, and, spoiler alert. Yeah. yeah, and it was you know, I mean, like I have to be honest with you, um, because I knew that was going to happen, like um, I just couldn't sort of immerse myself in the film. I knew it was coming as well. Someone else shared it on Facebook, and I just happened to click on the link, and I, oh, 
And that was like, six months before it came out. Why do people like enjoy doing that? Like some weird thing, like in the um, psyche, like to go right. You know, I'm going to enjoy ruining this for for like, yeah. people. Don't know. Well, I didn't avoid the trailers. I kind of watched the trailers. Got quite excited by it. Yeah. Um, but they didn't really give a lot of the plot away, which is good. But yeah, the I saw the spoiler. Yeah, that was spoiled for you. Yeah, we won't ruin it for everybody else. Just you know? in case. Yeah. I was um, listening, but I, uh, I've just realised I haven't got the console up, so just give me a second. Uh, there might be a split second. Where... Is it probably on the screen that was disconnected earlier? Hello? Are we talking? There we go, yeah. Yeah, this is real life. We've been talking for an hour. It's not recorded. <laughs> no, 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 it has. Like, uh, I just sort of noticed it wasn't there. I just wanted to make sure that everything was good, and it is. Everything's everything's golden, Scott. Lovely. So... Uh, that's that Star Wars. Yeah, Star, Star Wars shattered. Yes. What did you make of the Force Awakens? Like, were you a fan or? I really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, thought I it, was, it looked cool. The visual effects were nice, and it was kind of nice. It was real effects, not reliant on CGI. Yeah. And I like the colouring they done for it. It's kind of made it quite vibrant. Yeah. Uh, and actually, uh, there was one um, scene in it, or maybe it was a couple. Um, and I thought like uh, that J.J. Abrams had been really kind of um, he, like sensitive about it, yeah, because, you know, like his whole thing, you know, is sort of frenetic energy and sort of lens flares, yeah. it, isn't it? And there was one scene um, where you could really tell it was his kind of stamp on it. Yeah. You know, so up until that point, like it had been quite sort of tame. Yeah. And it, uh, I think it was the scene uh, near to the big spoiler. Yeah. Um, and there's a bit where sort of Darth Vader was kind of looking out on the innards of the kind of thing and the camera sort of comes up kind of behind him and there's like a lens flare. Yeah. Um, and I've always really, really enjoyed sort of directors, you know, again, like what I said uh, with Rufus Wainwright, uh, with people that, that have a really um, noticeable like character. Yeah. You know, it's a voice. Mm. And when you can see that voice in something, yeah. you know, like, you know, I really like that. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. No, I do like... What his take, his take on sort of visuals is? I, mean, I like it in Star Trek where yeah. when he went to town with the lens flares on that one, didn't he? Yeah. Um, but he did make it look phenomenal and took away the cheese that's associated with Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, like I did think it was really clever when uh, uh, they got Simon Pegg in. Yeah, yeah. Like because um, I mean, he's almost sort of. Co- corner kind of the market of that sort of character that's, that's almost like us but in the film yeah like if you see what I mean you know that makes it slightly you know slightly I don't know I'm sort of breaking like a, the fourth wall I guess you could say or something yeah know? I guess yeah. so yeah I like that weird creature with the really funny face that's in uh, the Star Trek films yeah yeah like uh, the thing that's his kind of like co-pilot or yeah whatever. yeah um, I mean it's just ridiculous yeah he's in Force Awakens as well is he? Simon Pegg, yeah. Uh, it's hard to spot him. Who does he play? Uh, he's... Uh, is he Luke Skywalker's like real dad? <laughs> no, I think he's a guy who's, who's a trader in the desert who they buy the food from. Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah. because uh, cause, um, he's obviously made films over J.J. Yeah. Sorry, over J.J. Abrams, and I think it was like a kind of... Um, it was like a favour sort of thing, wasn't yeah. it? I don't know. I need to be in this kind of thing. Yeah. Because actually, um, at the birthday party, uh, did you meet a guy called Oscar? 
Don't know. Because uh, one of Paddy's really, really good friends is Oscar Wright. Right. Who's the brother of Edgar Wright. Oh, really? Yeah, that you know, that did Shaun of the Dead and all yeah. those films. Uh, and I think Oscar like was involved in it. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, so he's a really nice guy, actually. Yeah? Yeah. That's um, pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. And that's what that um, song I was saying about, like, used your own basses for. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, he's making, like, an indie film. Yeah. Uh, and there's an advert that's, good, that's on the TV plane that's called Coco Bombs. Yeah. So well, we made a theme tune for it. Yeah. I say we, you, you know, like Paddy wrote it, and I just... You played it? Yeah. Cool. Well, uh... You played bits on it? Yeah. Yeah. Have you thought about composing for film? Man, I'd love to do it. You know, if any of my... 20 likers yeah <laughs> you know it's got a film they want but there's loads of independent films being made all the time isn't there that need soundtracks well I did one now for Elkie like, did you ever see the one that's called Magique no I, yeah, so I did the um, soundtrack for that yeah and it was um, I mean it was fascinating like again like what you were saying uh, with photos um, I actually had nothing to um, base it upon yeah and I hadn't ever done it before so um, I'm sure there's much easier ways of doing uh, what I did. Yeah. But did I... You, I was say, did you write to the film or did you write the music independent? I sort of did slightly like a bit of both. So I kind of got an idea for the scene. Yeah. Um, but what I found the hardest was kind of timing when it started and stopped. Yeah. Um, so what I had to do was this huge sort of trial and error thing yeah. of programming it kind of basically in like via MIDI and then seeing if it fit, yeah. and then if it didn't, you know, say kind of making it sort of 91.738, and then putting it in, and it was slightly off, so, you know, like 91.899 or something. Right. And then just trying to get it to fit. You yeah. Know? But I'm sure there's like a better way of... Oh, I see, yeah. So you're sort of doing it than that. shortening the track in MIDI yeah. so it doesn't distort, yeah. and then yeah. record on that line. Um, well, um, so, I, so I'd get like a, the tempo right Yeah. Uh, that would fit you know, in that um, section. Yeah. And then I would sort of record it properly. So I would sort of put it out as like a MIDI um, template. Yeah. And I'd know that those, you know, say say 16 bars, I would yeah. fit in like okay, exactly. So almost like a click, click track. Yeah. 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 And it just took ages. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure that probably like uh, the best way is to, e- to either sort of like compose it like to it. Yeah. And then kind of play some of it live. Yeah. Because um, uh, there were bits, you know, where like I had to do a sort of like a piano splash yeah it's just like you know i kind of i just sampled that and then just kind of put it on yeah uh and then though um when i finally mixed it all like down the the version that she sent me was in a different frame rate right so i think she wanted it in a higher frame rate so it had that sort of like like jittery kind of like silent movie sort of thing. right okay so I'd done it all in 24 frames a second. She wanted it in 29 frames a second. Oh, okay. Something like that. So you were out of sync again. Yeah, so at the end, it, it like it had kind of gone out slightly. Right. And it was gutting because I'd spent ages, you know, yeah. um, making sure that every single change was like... Yeah, bang on the beat. Bang on the beat. Yeah. So it was just, you know... Um, and it was, you know, it's not her like, fault or anything. You know, it's just one of those things, you know, where... A lack of experience, I suppose. Yeah, maybe. It was syncing video and audio out was quite tricky anyway, mm. isn't it? So I've it done like it with these. Yeah, well, I've done yeah. it the other way around where I've had music and then you put the video to it. Yeah. And getting the changes on the beat to kind of match the tempo on the song. and Yeah. That's a kind of a tricky, and you can spend a lot of time doing it. Yeah. 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 And you end up listening to that same tune hours and hours and hours. Definitely. So that's kind of interesting. But yeah, because again, you just sort of disappear like down a rabbit hole. Don't yeah, you? and like you can keep... Hours going for it for ages and ages and ages yeah 
And it's kind of it's handy when we did Ed and Al's video. Yeah, I think it's easier to edit because it's two of us together just going. Yeah, does that work? Does that not work? Yeah, and then you can just say no. Exactly. Yes, when you're on your own, it's like I think that works. Yeah, or you analyze it for ages and you kind of see it like the next day and think, oh, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We spent four hours going. It's just not right. Yeah. So when I, was, I did a video uh, from a friend Georgia. Yeah. And there was quite a few different scenes that we overlapped, and it was like every time I would edit it, I'd call Gene over and say, "What do you think? Does it work?" And no, that bit doesn't work. That's off the beat there. And you move yeah. it in a little bit, and just fresh eyes to stop you getting yeah. stuck with what you thought was good. Or yeah. Not good. And... Well, I think that's really important, you know. Like I said to you earlier on, I think I've kind of learned that sort of like fairly late in a way, you know, like how important I think it is like having other people involved. Yeah. And, it, you know, um, I think, again, like it's that whole thing of I often quite like people to see the finished thing. Yeah. And almost not what's gone on kind of behind it. Yeah. Um, because somehow in your brain you sort of think it's going to sort of detract from people's enjoyment of it. Yeah, you know, but actually, you know, often like people like to see that. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, the other thing is, 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 sometimes you just need someone to go. You're stuck there. Yeah. Get rid of that bit, and put something else in, and then oh. Yeah. So you've unlocked it. Yeah, yeah. You know, sort your life out. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Well, you that's know, why get your EP done. Yeah, well, that's why when they make films, the director doesn't edit them. Yeah. They have a fresh pair of eyes on it. Yeah. There's. It's not all done by one person because they can't do it. Yeah. They'll just muck it up. Absolutely. Um, and I think that's probably like bit, been a problem with my music is sort of producing it myself. Yeah. So I think what I'm going to do is um, do these singles. Yep. And I'll do like another EP. Yep. And then I'm going to choose the ones that I think are my favourites from them and are some new ones. Mm-hmm. And then just sort of go and actually, actually, I record an album. Yeah. When I might, I just do it here, like, and ask Ollie, like, if he wants to do it. Yeah. And then you know, just get get someone else to um, record it. Yeah. Um, so I can literally just turn up and play it. Yeah. And not have to worry about all the other stuff because, like, you've, um, it's so hard. I think. Yeah. Do you want to play all the stuff? That's the other thing. Uh, I mean, it'd be nice to get in some like guests. I think to like, yeah. play some stuff. You know, some of my students and things like that, and. Well, it's. I mean, you can. I mean, you can play all your own instruments for yeah. what you need to do. But would you get in a better guitar player? All right. <laughs> but, no, uh, no, it's like, yeah. <laughs> to to really shine. Does that make sense? <laughs> Someone that can you know play, you play. Could, could play chords and nolos, <laughs> nolos, and notes and solos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> Would love someone like that. But when you see, see most musicians that are songwriters, they might do part of the record. Yeah. And they'll get in the best of guitarists, bass players, drummers, whatever, Yeah. Um, to make the best record. Yeah. They don't do... David Bowie doesn't, didn't really record all his own stuff. Yeah. He he got in a band. Yeah. That's true. Um, I mean, I think sort of like a balance. Like, I think that uh, there's certain bits that when I've had people kind of play for me, like, um, they don't play with, like, the same intention. Yeah. So, um, uh, for instance, I'm sure I could get some of my um, drum students, you know, to kind of play in a sort of the way that I kind of wanted it. Yeah, but then if it's... I can imagine if it's drumming or piano, yeah, that's the thing you'd probably want to do 
yourself mm. as they are your main my main things yeah it's um like i think what it is and i was saying this to uh, i think it was jeff that um yeah um you know I'm just laughing here because I keep on kind of like saying all these kind of random conversations that I have with other people, like yeah. people that, you know, anyone watching it probably sort of like doesn't even know. So, you know, I'll stop doing that. Yeah. But um, the, even though my music is kind of, say, like Coldplay or something, yeah, I I always think of it as, say, like Audio Slave, like covering like Coldplay songs. Okay, yeah. So there's a sort of rock-like sensibility to it, yeah. even though it's like pop music, mm-hmm. um, which I think kind of probably Radiohead get kind of more than Coldplay probably. Probably, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, like it's more that kind of thing, you know, where like I kind of want it to have a bit of like grit to it. Yeah. And often people that have like played for me have have, have been quite safe in a way. Yeah, I suppose, because you probably yeah. end up getting lumped with acoustic yeah. performers. Yeah. And you may want, say, a rock drummer to give it a bit of a push. Yeah, because I think kind of like my music is probably more, uh, it's you know, it's more like a band, I think. Yeah. You know, when I see people that are just really strong, like singer-songwriters yeah. on their own, um, and they've got, you know, really kind of intricate sort of like guitar-picked bits and stuff. Yeah. Like, mine is kind of um, definitely more of a synergy of all the bits. Well, you do write as a band, don't you, almost? Yeah. You have, you'll record bass, drums, guitars, yeah. strings. Yeah. Whereas a singer-songwriter might write solely on an acoustic guitar and then a band and someone else fleshes it out, fills yeah. in around them. So maybe I should even, you know, form form a band around it. But then, you know, you've got to go through all of that again. Yeah, well, you don't like, necessarily have to do that. But you might want to... Will you want to bring a bass player to oh, um, no. give it a lift? You watch this, my mum. Oh, no, it's not. It's Joe Brenner jones uh, should it, uh, I answer it? It's up to you. No, oh, I, actually, I will quickly. Yeah. Hello, uh, we're still podcasting and uh, actually live. Y- yeah, you just kind of found your way onto it somehow awkwardly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we had like uh, the live one, like, and now we're doing like another bit to it. Yeah. And I'm going to go here yeah, because um, you know. Yeah. I should um, definitely kind of cut this bit out. <laughs> yeah. Right, see you later. Bye. Bye. Awkward. That's the th- three hours and 17 <laughs> minutes. That's the cutout point. Is that how long? Is it? God, we've been gassing, haven't we? Look at this. Yeah, we're editing that for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, again, yeah, that's one of like uh, the good things about just sort of doing something and then just putting it out. Yeah. Which is why, in a way, I want to kind of sync it all up live. Yeah. Um, and that's what I like about uh, the Joe Rogan one again is it's you know it's a real quick turnaround. Yeah. And I think that actually, you know, kind of um, have having to edit it and then kind of put it all you know together and then you know kind of sync it up, edit it, you know, like put it on YouTube and yeah. stuff. You know, like if that was already done and it was like a live thing. Yeah. Um, you don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. They could kind of like go out there now. Yeah. That's that thing we were saying earlier on about just kind of being in the moment yeah. and not, you know, kind of overthinking it. Um, and actually, like I think if all of us kind of like did that like a bit more, 
Uh, and maybe that's one of uh, the good things that with social media, like uh, with more and more people doing, you know, say Facebook Live and stuff. Yeah. Is it's more raw and it's more kind of real. Yeah. And it's almost something, you know, like uh, there's lots of stuff about our sort of current kind of climate, you know, that's not good. But I mean, I think it's amazing really that like, we can do this. Mm. You know, you can basically kind of, you know, b- broadcast, you know, like a radio or almost like a TV show kind of live. Yeah. With just a camera. Exactly. You don't need anything, do you? you just yeah. Get on and do it. It's just. Yeah. Really, really good. Yeah. I think it's amazing, really, like, you know, what you can achieve in this sort of like day and age. Mm. Um, you can even see that as a bad thing or like a really, you know, like cool thing. I think the good thing about video is you can't hide behind. Um, like, I'll start that badly. But like <laughs> selfies are, let it that. are really, um, can be really false. Oh, mate. Yeah. And sort of people posting on Instagram sort of false visions of their lifestyle. Yeah. But in a video, you can't really do that. No. Especially as sort of Facebook Live, and unless you're you know, post video in a selfie. Yeah. But there is no hiding in that video. Well, you're really good at, you know, like, yeah. um, some sort of like video editing on the fly. Yeah. Yeah. But no, you're right. Um, and I think kind of a lot of that um, is why like it took me so long to uh, release my first EP, actually, like thinking about it. Yeah. Um, because I sort of knew that how it sounded on record wasn't really indicative of how it sounded live. And yeah. I almost wanted her to wait, you know, like until the point where I felt that it sounded um, live as it does on record, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, so, you know, I wasn't hiding behind, say, auto-tune or something. You oh, know? I see, yeah. So. Yeah. And even though, like, I use it sometimes still, because yeah. everybody does for harmonies and stuff mm-hmm. normally, like... You know, you feel it's, you know, like it is indicative of kind of what you can do. Yeah. Um, was when I first started, I think, you know, like I'd do kind of one line at a time or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and actually, like, that was what was annoying when my voice went. You know, I said about like how the guide vocal were to watching me burn. Yeah. I mean, it was just kind of one run through just so I could, you know, kind of put, put everything else in. Yeah. And it was almost like uh, to the point, you know, where I sort of could have gone, oh, I'll just use that. Yeah. Uh, but it was a few bits, you know, that were kind of off. Yeah. But I mean, that was what I, I'd always wanted. Yeah. And then kind of, uh, I think it was about sort sort of two weeks after I did that, mm-hmm. you know, is when it all happened. Yeah. So you're like, eh. well, curses. It's back on now, though. It's back. Yeah. Woo. See, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, have you got anything else you want to add? Like, should we uh, wrap it up? Have you got anything you want to like talk about? No, I kind of. I think I've run out of things. I think unfortunately what happened like is because there was kind of gaps in the middle. Yeah, we should have sort of recorded all of it. Yeah. Even moving the um, speaker. I know, the computer had to go off there, didn't it? That's true. Yeah. Well, there's always, you know, there's always other times. There's always Oddcast. Yeah, we could do that again. We could, yeah. In a few weeks, we'll do another one. Shall we Shall we uh, stick to um, Discuss Podcast or, or should we start Oddcast? Well, Discuss one is yours, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah we'll do Oddcast as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I sort of love the way that I'm already running two, <laughs> two, two, two <laughs> podcasts. Yeah, running a. You know, if anyone else wants to do one, media empire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like a nice Rupert Murdoch. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's a weird description. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's something you don't want to be called regardless, isn't no, it? No, no, yeah, because yeah. yeah, uh, the word "nice" at the beginning, I don't think, you know, it's not enough, is it? No, no. Okay, so, so um. 
I'd like to thank Scott hugely for like coming into the studio. Very welcome. And um, hopefully you'll be seeing more of him as as he either texts or swoons in the background. Cool, yeah. And then we'll do a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, who do you think I should have as like another guest? I think I want somebody female. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was thinking of asking um, uh, someone like Helen Stevens, but I don't know her. But because um, like, she um, wrote like a really like amazing blog about like gender identity. Yeah. And I thought to myself, that'd be like a really, you know, cool thing to kind of like question somebody about. But, you know, it's a bit of a weird thing to ask someone that you've never met. Hey, would you be up for this? So. Don't know, just ask. Worst thing to say is not really. Yeah. Piss so, off. But yeah. yeah. So if you know anyone or if any of you guys want to be on it and, and just kind of like talk about stuff and, you know, brave the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay, Scott. Well, thanks ever so much. Very welcome, mate. Let's have a double fist. <laughs> <laughs> this is wrong. Whoops, okay. Fist bump. Edit. Edit. <laughs> Here, what I was going to say, like at the beginning of this podcast, you know, is I have a habit of asking, you know, kind of really personal questions or sort of oversharing, you know. Yeah. And I was going to give you like a safety word here, which is pineapples. You know, <laughs> that was definitely a pineapple. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Bye then. Bye bye.